Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hey, hey, everybody. I'm popping in here today to talk to you about what are you expecting versus inspecting. So what are you expecting versus inspecting? Now, most people expect a lot, as they should, quite rightly, High expectations of attention to detail, high expectations for productivity, high expectations for all the things. And with my experience, I can share that some people, some of you are okay at communicating and clarifying these expectations, but a lot of people don't inspect very regularly. So you don't inspect to see if what you're expecting is actually happening. So what I see happening all the time is a lot of people, most people waiting far too long and then finally getting the result and feeling disappointed. And when it comes to business, when it comes to your team, you get what you inspect, not what you expect. You might expect your salesperson to bring in lots of business, but are you inspecting anything along the way to check that they are on track? Or are you just waiting for the sale with your fingers crossed? You might expect your Facebook ads person to produce high converting ads that make your advertising spend for your launch or whatever it is that you're selling feel like a total no-brainer. But are you inspecting anything along the way? Are you inspecting anything that gives you an indication that that's actually happening or are you waiting with your fingers crossed? You might expect your social media person to be increasing engagements, you know, getting lots of likes, increasing your followers and keeping up with the industry trends. But are you inspecting anything to see if that's happening and to see if they're on track? So you get what you inspect, but not what you expect. Now let's pull this apart. Most business owners are high-performing individuals who are hugely capable. And yes, I'm talking to you, listener. I know that you are a high-performing individual. I know that most entrepreneurs are highly capable, high performers. They have high expectations for themselves and they kick big goals. And with that high level of capability, that high level of performance comes a high level of competence. You may have heard of the four stages of competence model. This is a model that was created by Noel Birch, and it's the four stages that everyone goes through when they're learning a new skill or they're learning new knowledge. And those four stages are unconscious incompetence. That's the first one. The second one is conscious incompetence. The third one is conscious competence. And then the fourth stage is unconscious competence. Now, most business owners sit and operate in those stages three and four, conscious competence and unconscious competence. Often, you know, they've moved so fast working out how to do all the things 
that they aren't even aware that they've actually been on a learning journey to get there. So it's quite likely that you are operating at unconscious competence in some areas of your business. Now, when you go to hand over this area of your business or you delegate to somebody else the things that you no longer think you should be doing, you know, those things that just, you know, you can do, you're probably good at doing, but you realize that you shouldn't be doing, they're not the high value tasks. When you hand them over, when you hand over things that you can do at an unconscious competence level, it's really normal and easy to totally overlook the complexities or the details and all the things that are involved to get you to that doing it really fast, doing it really well, doing it really easily level. You forget them because it's now unconscious. I see this all the time and I've totally done it myself. It's almost like you become dismissive of actually what's involved or the detail that's required or actually how tricky it was originally when you first did it. Now, that is where it's really easy to get into this danger zone of having high expectations of what you want from the person you're handing it to without inspecting anything because, you know, you think it's easy, you've forgotten all the detail or what went through to actually get it there, or you're just not interested in that detail anymore and you want to just see the back of whatever it is you're handing over. So what I see all the time and what's common is that you don't inspect anything but yet you have these high expectations which then come crashing down with disappointment when you see that the thing isn't being done or being produced in the way that you wanted it done. Now, this can also happen if you're at that stage of conscious incompetence. So you don't know how to do the thing and you don't want to learn how to do the thing, so you hire someone else to deal with the thing But again, you still have the high expectations that it's going to get done really, really well, but without inspecting anything. Again, that leaves you crossing your fingers and hoping for the best. Now, here's the thing. Powerful, graceful, effective CEOs don't cross their fingers and hope for the best. They put frameworks and things in place to provide them with the scaffolding that their business needs, that they as the CEO of their business needs to not be sitting around with their fingers crossed. And so they don't feel the need to be big brothering or double checking or diving in or following up or making sure that the little bits of detail is being done. There's scaffolding that's put in place around you and therefore around the business. That means that you can lean out, feel calm and know that your team is on track to produce the right things in the right way. And the scaffolding in this case, the frameworks that I'm talking about in this case, is inspection points. And these are KPIs, so key performance indicators, so things that you're tracking, things that the people are tracking, your team are tracking, reports that are being produced, numbers that are being put in front of you that tell you if someone is on track and review points. So your inspection, what you inspect rather than what you expect, what you review, what you actually look at, that's one type of inspection. And then the other type is KPI. So key performance indicators, what are we tracking that tells us that the things that you're doing every single day is going to get us to the right result. So you get what you inspect rather than what you expect. So you need to ask yourself, what do I need to see along the way 
to know that this is on track, to know that this thing that I'm asking this person to do is on track to producing what? What are the things I need to say to know that this person who's coming to this business doing the things is on track to support the business and give the business a return on what? So if it's a salesperson, you want to be seeing sales activity, your KPIs, your metrics, your trackers are sales activities, number of meetings, number of phone calls, number of days on the road talking to and introducing themselves to brand new businesses. And this is something I'm working on with one of my clients right now. We're shifting her out of looking at the revenue, looking at the ultimate sales figures and using that as a way to work out if her sales reps are doing a good job to looking at the activity that her sales reps are doing on a daily and weekly basis to A, make sure that they're doing what she wants them to do and B, to make sure that she understands how many calls, how many meetings, how many things are required to get a sale in the door. And yes, ultimate success, of course, will always be sales. However, How do you know if you need one person or 10 people or as you expand your team, what a good salesperson looks like if you don't know your conversions, if you don't know how many meetings are needed with a brand new person to get them across the line, how many phone calls you need to make on average to be able to get that first meeting, et cetera, et cetera. How do you know what activity you need to do, the people in the business need to be doing to ensure that you're getting and maintaining a consistent revenue? So that if you want to dial up the revenue, if you want to turn the tap up, you know what additional activity is required to make that happen. And I guess side note, this is a very successful established business. So this is not a business that it's in its foundational stages. This is like a multi, multi, multi seven-figure business that has a very established presence, a very established sales team. But that sales team have been operating in a way whereby they haven't been sharing their activities and it's time to change that because you get what you inspect, not expect. So if you're a service-based business like a bookkeeper or an accountant or lawyers, then your expectation is most likely that the person and each individual on your team, that their billable hours, that the amount that is invoiced that's attributed to the work that they've done is, you know, probably a three times multiple of their wage, roughly. So your inspection needs to be daily or weekly billable hours, yes, but also like the percentage of time that's billable versus the percentage of time that they're working. You know, the amount of billable dollars that are being written off, i.e. why can't we bill clients for your full day? Why are we writing stuff off? Is it because you weren't effective? Is it because you weren't efficient? Is it because there were mistakes and it had to be rewritten, etc.? So inspecting billable hours, percentage of billable time, dollar value of write-offs or hours of write-offs, etc. Now, one of my clients recently realized through the work that we've been doing, that she has this high expectation of how much her business will invoice based on the people that she has on her team. However, she's never really talked to her team specifically about her expectations about how much she expects them to be billing and what percentages she's done all these calculations in the background. So she's not inspecting or hasn't been inspecting what she is expecting. So now she started talking about revenue levels, percentages, write-offs, billable, weekly, daily, et cetera, and it's got everybody's attention on it. The conversation has now turned to that. And 
what a beautiful surprise. The billings have gone up. No one's doing anything differently. It's just the conversation has turned to what's actually important. It's because you get what you inspect, not what you expect. And that conversation leads to better understanding and questions. Why aren't we billing more? What's stopping you from billing at that level? Why are those write-offs happening? What was written off? What led to that write-off? Let's look at the percentages. Why does that percentage feel unachievable, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you get what you inspect rather than what you expect because what you talk about, what's reported on, what's tracked is what you are telling your team is important to you. And back to our earlier examples, for a social media person, what does success look like? Yes, of course, it's higher engagement and increased followers, I'm sure. But like, how many new followers would you like to get per week, per month? Are you looking for conversions from that social media engagement to a sale? How are you tracking those sales? How many posts a week are you looking for with certain you know, levels of engagement? What is good to you? What is a good level of engagement to you? And once you get clear on this, once you work this out, like how will I know if this person is on track? How will I know if what they're doing is leading to the results? Your conversations with that team member will get so much cleaner because you're letting the other person know in a really beautifully clear way exactly what they need to do, what you're looking for and how to track for themselves if they're meeting your expectations. And I promise you, most people who work for you, I want to say 99% of the people that work for you want to meet your expectations. However, there's often assumptions or miscommunication around the things that need to be done to achieve that expectation or exactly what that expectation looks like in its most final form. So when you can work out how to inspect along the way and what you're going to be inspecting and you give that other person that information, you empower them to track for themselves if they're on track to your expectations and it gets just so much cleaner, so much crisper and in turn, performance lifts. So that's it for today and I really hope it's been helpful. Short, sweet, but so important. You get what you inspect, not what you expect. So I want you thinking about what you are expecting from your team. And I really want you to keep those expectations high. I love high expectations. I totally encourage them. And, you know, I know that as a high performer, all of you will have high expectations of yourself. And I want you to have high expectations of your team because high performing team members also love high expectations. So don't ever think I shouldn't place the bar too high, you know, in case that puts people off. No, 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 no high performers, you know, those go-getting team members that we all want, love to be stretched. They love the thought of striving for a high expectation and striving for a high bar. And if they can track their own success, it really gives them this sense of they're heading in the right direction and they're working towards something as well. So come up with those inspection trackers and don't worry about them being perfect. Let them just be a starting point. Just get something out and down that you can start tracking. And a starting point will start the conversation and then you'll be able to look at, well, are we on track? Are we not on track? You know, share them with the person, get them to track it, to report on it, to discuss it, to share their thoughts with you and see what happens. You might need to change them. You might need to tweak them. You might even be surprised and you're able to increase them and actually get a better result than what you were hoping for as well. Either way, you'll get what you inspect, not what you expect. So as always, 
I really hope that's landed. And of course, if you want a hand with any of this and working this out in your business, come and have a chat to me. Come and reach out to me over in the DMs over at Paula Maddens Consulting or just jump on a call. The Dream Team Discovery Call is always linked below. And also we cover setting expectations and setting these clear KPIs in my short course called Fundamentals of Leadership. So if you're the sort of person who loves to do a little bit of self-study and dive into a course, jump on in and check that out because that's got some really beautiful examples and a framework to help you to work this out for an individual on your team as well. Okay, that's it for today. Have a beautiful day, have a beautiful week, and I'll be back in your ears next week.